of the Auburn Undercover Podcast and the Auburn Undercover YouTube channel. My name is Nathan King. I'm joined today by our recruiting expert, Christian Clemente, because as we record this here on Thursday afternoon, Christian, some massive Auburn recruiting news that for me and some, you know, somebody who's not as as in it as you are with recruiting, but I know even for you guys, this was a bit of a surprise, um, kind of a shocking commitment out of nowhere. And not only that, Christian, um, they get one of the best players in the country. Um, they snagged the number one athlete, in, according to the 24-7 composite, in the 2025 class, Kandarius Reddick, from Thomasville, Georgia. Christian, where did this come from, and, and what can you tell us about one of the guys who's now one of the most talented players committed to Hugh Freeze at the moment, regardless of class? Yeah, you're right, Nathan. I mean, it's something that you know we got word of it Thursday morning that something could happen, um, put something together quickly, mentioned on the board, I said, Hey, you know, just I think it was just last week or two weeks ago, I had my dandy dozen of most wanted 2025 defensive recruits. And he was a name that I just completely forgot to put on the list. And so I kind of tried to make note of that real quick. I was like, hey, guys, this is someone to keep a close eye on. Dukes, um, Philip Dukes with us, had his Duke scoops and said, hey, he could commit here in the near future. That near future was about a couple hours away um, because Kandarius Reddick obviously ends up committing right around lunchtime here on Thursday. And it's a huge pickup. Um, in all honesty, I don't know a ton about his game because I haven't watched too much of his stuff because everything happened really quickly in terms of you know him committing today on Thursday. Obviously, he's been on campus. He was on campus in the spring um, with one of his teammates, Cam Brooks, who's a 2026 top 100 player that Auburn likes as well. And then he was at he was at one of the earlier games this year. He was either at UMass or Samford. I can't remember which one, but he was at one of the two cupcake games to start the year. Um, Ended up having to leave a little bit early um, to get all the way back. You know, he's from Thomasville, Georgia, but it's a little bit of a trek away, actually. Um, and so I had to leave a little bit early. But this is a guy that Zach Etheridge has worked on for quite a long time. Um, and it comes to fruition as Auburn picks him up. You know, listed as an athlete, probably plays safety, plays corner. One of those two somewhere in the secondary. But huge pickup for Auburn. Keep that momentum going in the 2025 class. You know, uh, Jason and I talked about it on the podcast earlier this week. They landed Jordan Crawford on Monday. Now on Thursday, they land Kandarius Reddick. Um, and now Auburn's class is number four in the country for the 2025 class with five commitments. And the classes that are above them is Georgia, who has eight commits. Uh, Alabama has seven, I want to say, and Notre Dame has six. So those are the top three, and then Auburn's fourth. So if you're looking at teams where uh, you know Auburn with five commitments, they're the highest ranked in terms of the amount of guys that they have committed. So really, really strong start to that 2025 class. That's something that, you know, Jason Dukes and I have talked about a lot where the state of Alabama is loaded in 2025 again, pretty similar to 2023, which was a pretty historic year. And we kind of talked about that this is an opportunity for Hugh Freeze and his staff that the 2024 class was always going to be playing catch up a little bit. That's just the way it goes. And even in 2025, they're playing catch up a little bit. Guy like Ryan Williams. He was committed to Alabama um, before Freeze and the staff even got here. But it was really their first true uneven playing ground for a majority of the recruits in terms of being able to contact them, build those relationships, have that time. And clearly you can see it's it's starting off really, really well for them. Yeah, at least according to his profile here was the Samford game that he okay. came down for. Um, and just looking briefly at other places that he visited, 
recently Florida State, Georgia, and Alabama. Um, so you know that's that's pretty decent competition. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna that's what I was gonna just say, Christian. I mean, you look at what Auburn's already got going in 2025, and you know, Hugh Freeze has said it multiple times as he's been extremely transparent about everything since he got here. But one of the things is he's like, yeah, if if you know if we're not recruiting at a top 10 ish level, he, you know, he'd like to be higher than that. If we're not recruiting at that level by year three, I'm probably going to be fired. Like I, it's and it's completely based in reality. Um, that 2025 class, like you said, is the is the start of them feeling like okay, they're on like you said even playing ground. Honestly, but like you said though, I was thinking about this before we got going. They're not even on even playing ground until 2026, and so that's why they're trying to flip guys like Ryan Williams. But yeah, Jacaleb Falk is was the was the prize of 2025 so far. Keldrick Falk's younger brother until you add Reddick into the mix. Um, you mentioned Jordan Crawford, uh, Spencer Dowlin. I know is a guy you like along the offensive line. And then Malik Autry is a guy that other schools are starting to come after from the Opal. Like really area. heavily. Yeah. And so he might be a guy who, who jumps up, but I mean, yeah, this is, this is a guy, Kendarius Reddick, who is, I mean, fringe five-star might be a little bit too strong right now. Cause he is a couple rungs down, but this is still a top 50 player top in 50. the composite 24 seven has him as a top 100 player. Anytime you're a top 10 player in the state of Georgia, that's usually a pretty good sign um, right now, of course, out of uh, out of Thomasville, Georgia. But Christian, I guess, um, you know, when you're looking around the 2024 class, I know this is something you guys have been talking about recently. What other and, and it could be 2025 as well. What other movement are you expecting out of them soon? We were getting you know before we got rolling. You said, you know, this is a staff that wants to create some momentum right now in terms of the recruiting trail as we're getting closer to signing day. Yeah, I think you've seen it pretty clearly. Um, you know, the Lewis Solomon decommitment was something that Auburn didn't really want to have happen, but it did happen last week. Um, and then the Jaden Lewis one was a situation where Auburn you know, decided to move another direction, evaluation season, but they kind of wanted to counter that, I guess you could say, um, with Jordan Crawford, keep some positive buzz um, going because, you know, we try and keep the guys over um, at Auburn Undercover, our subscribers, well aware of what's going on with a guy like Jaden Lewis. Um, but you know, maybe the common fan doesn't necessarily know that as much. Um, but now they've got a really good chance to add a couple more guys. Obviously you get Reddick on Thursday, but another big recruiting weekend with old miss coming into town. We think that there's a really good chance that Caleb Harris, the really, really hard hitting safety out of Thompson could end up joining the class um, this weekend. He's set to visit. He's a guy who can play nickel. He can play safety. He could grow into a money backer. He already kind of plays as a money backer for Thompson. That's a 2024 guy. That would be kind of your immediate replacement, I guess you could say, for Jaden Lewis. Um, and you know, people on the board were saying, you know, "Why would we, as an Auburn, why would why would we drop a four star?" Um, and you know, in Auburn's eyes, Caleb Harris is the four star, and Jaden Lewis is you know the three star. Just just from their evaluations and what they've seen, they really like Caleb Harris. So, I think there's a good chance they could land him this weekend. I think the same goes for uh, Juco safety, Laquan Robinson, who's going to be in on an official visit. He was in for the Georgia game on an unofficial visit. Honestly thought there was a chance that he could pull the trigger that weekend. He doesn't end up doing it. Still looking at some other schools like Texas A&M. He is looking at Ole Miss, actually. That's one of the schools in contention. But, you know, he's originally from Greenville, now plays at Holmes Community College in Mississippi. And I, I think Auburn is way out ahead of the pack here. Um I don't want to say I would be surprised if he didn't commit this weekend, but it's certainly something that I'm preparing for and halfway expecting. And if he doesn't, I'm not going to be overly concerned. 
Um, unless something drastically changes for whatever reason, I just think Auburn's in a great spot. Great spot there. His family loves Auburn. He's loved Auburn for a while. Zach Etheridge was involved in his original recruitment back in the 2022 class. You go and look at his high school profile, and you know, Derek Mason and Zach Etheridge are the primary recruiters. And well, Zach Etheridge is still here. So he would be a great, great replacement for a guy like Zion Puckett, um, who's running out of eligibility. Same thing goes for Jalen Simpson. You know, looking at it, you know, you lost a commitment from Jalewis Solomon at cornerback, but you're young there, but you feel pretty good about what you've got in Kay and Lee, JD Rim. Um, Colton Hood, some of those younger guys that you added last year, Champ Anthony. You feel like you maybe need to go get a transfer there, but at safety, I mean, you've got some guys that you brought in last year. You've got like Terrence Love and some other guys, but if Jalen Simpson and Zion Puckett both leave after this season, like it seems like there's a really good chance that both of them do, you're going to need guys to step in and play right away, and that would be Laquan Robinson. So I'd be looking at those two safeties. I think there's some other guys as well. Brian Taylor, that JUCO defensive lineman coming in from Blinn College in Texas. I don't know if he pulls the trigger this weekend, but I think Auburn's already in a really good spot here, and I think they could really separate themselves from the pack with a good visit this weekend. Yeah, speaking of the secondary, I don't know how much we – I can't even remember five minutes ago. But D. Reddick, I mean, he he is listed as an athlete, but this was a Zach Etheridge recruitment um, for him. It, it, at least looking at it, he looks like he could be a corner or a nickel kind of guy um could place i mean it, it's it's early it's early on but he's he's certainly being recruited by auburn as a defensive back um it looks like every, everywhere else pretty much had him pretty much yeah as the same kind of as the same kind of thing um this is something i i'm wondering because i've seen you guys talking about it briefly i know you may have mentioned it on your last podcast deandre carter is in this class for auburn on, on the offensive line another guy who's a really highly rated recruit there's been buzz been seeing a lot of things about texas being involved with him, what are kind of what's what are your feelers on that recruitment right now, and how how worried should Auburn be about something like that? Yeah, I'm a little more worried than I was a couple weeks ago in terms of Auburn's chances to hold on to his commitment. Um, you know, he ends up taking that official visit to Texas. That was something that he had planned. Um, you know, even before he had committed, and it was something that he planned to hold up his end of the bargain. In that sense, you know, he's kind of felt like he owed it to the Texas coaches. Um, and you know, before he ends up taking that visit, I believe it was before he took the visit. Um, his five-star offensive tackle teammate, Brandon Baker, I want to say his name is. Uh, not a huge Auburn. There wasn't a ton of involvement there, so I don't know his recruitment that well. But he ends up committing to Texas, so they have that connection. Um, and, you know, Texas makes it – they made a big push that official visit weekend. But kind of at the conclusion of it, you know, Auburn – he talked with Auburn a good bit, reassured them that everything was – you know, everything was good and – that it'd be kind of okay. But since then, Texas is certainly not relented. Um, you know, Auburn went to go and see him during the bye week, but Texas had their bye week last week and did the same thing. Um, head coach Steve Sarkeesian was out there at his game um, Friday night. I, got, I think they played on Friday night. Um, I went to go and see him. And, you know, in terms of Texas, the angle that they're working, um, and credit to Hank South at our Horns 247 site, our affiliate there, um, you know, he mentioned this, that uh, – Look, obviously, Texas is a pretty big NIL school. Um, it's tough to compete with Texas, Texas A&M, those two schools um, when it comes to NIL. But the other thing is, look, it's hard to go get a kid from across the country in California. Auburn managed to do it. They managed to get his commitment. But for him and for his family, it'd be easier to travel to Austin for a game day weekend than it is to Auburn. Um, so they've been pitching those two things a little bit. Look, there's a reason he picked Auburn. 
There's a reason he took that official visit in June. There's a reason he came back. His whole family came back on their own dime for Big Cat Weekend. He really, really likes Auburn. He does have a family connection to the state of Alabama. He has family, um, I believe, on his dad's side in Birmingham. So, look, he likes Auburn, and I think it's pretty close to 50-50 right now, which is probably not what Auburn fans want to hear. They they want to hear he's 100% Auburn, but I think it's close to 50-50. Texas has definitely surged. I, I honestly think he's torn. You know, this is a people that got to see when he announced his commitment live. Really nice kid, really sweet kid. Not very sweet on the football field. Uh, mean offensive lineman, but I, I think he's truly torn between two schools that he likes quite a bit, and it'll be interesting to track over the next, I don't even want to say over the next couple of weeks, track until signing day, because he could flip to Texas and Auburn wouldn't give up until signing day because he's one of their guys that they really, really like. So this is one that's honestly going to go down to the wire until December 20th on signing day. Yeah, especially on the offensive line. That's not what Auburn fans yeah. want to hear. They were hoping to have this fixed here in the here in the near future under Hugh Freeze. Um, yeah, just wanted to get a quick reaction episode in there for you guys. Um, of course, there'll be more recruiting from Christian and Jason to talk about after a big recruiting weekend um, when Ole Miss comes to town on Saturday. But D. Reddick does commit to Auburn. That is one guy they have in the boat as their 2025 class continues to take off, like Christian said. Right now, one of the highest rated classes in terms of uh, in terms of individual commitments and overall just in the country right now. So they're getting a really, really good head start on 2025. Thank you guys for joining us. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Go check us out on the Auburn Recovery YouTube channel. We'll talk to you all later. Y'all, thanks for joining us.